Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sage and I'm here to walk you through the many escapades of my life. I believe everyone has a story to share and that every story is worth telling, which is why I made this podcast. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode. So today I want to talk about, um, I took a cognitive psychology course last semester, and one of the things that we learned about was memory, ways to like encode and retrieve and consolidate different information in our minds, and there was a section that was about studying and I thought it was really interesting because nobody's ever taught like actual effective ways to study. At least I wasn't at all growing up ever. Um, and a majority of students think that just, you know, like highlighting their material in either their textbook or their notes is the most effective way to study and it's not and I learned a lot of really good techniques and like processes to do with this course so I wanted to share it with everyone because I'm sure a bunch of people can find it helpful whether you're in college or taking like a course for your career or stuff like that anything um so I'm gonna get into it but one of the important things to remember is that it does depend on the type of material that's being studied and also the individual. So certain things that work for some people don't work for others. And in the past, I've done a lot of, like I mentioned, like the highlighting in your textbook to study or in my notes. Um, other things I've done is like reread, just rereading over my notes and highlighting, and um, also like flashcards I've done for certain things. And highlighting and like rereading are easy to use, but they also are not the most effective. <laughs> so, the different ones I'm going to talk about is. Um, elaboration and then generate and testing, organizing, um, taking breaks, and then avoiding illusions of learning and being an active note taker. And I'm going to kind of use my book as a reference because I took it like a few months ago. So one of the processes that helps you transfer the material that you're reading into your long-term memory is elaboration. So thinking about what you're reading and giving it meaning by related it, relating it to other things that you know. And this becomes easier the more you learn it. Um, and you can use it like based off of associating it with things like creating images that link the two things together or 
stuff like that. So this is useful for learning like individual words or definitions. And my textbook uses um, an example like the word um, proactive interference, which is when previously learned information interferes with new information. And so thinking of with the proactive thinking like a pro football player smashing everything in its path as they run forward in time helps someone remind them that proactive interference is past influencing the present and that just might be a helpful way to remember that kind of concept so that's the first one the second thing that is mentioned is using generation effect and this is when you are devising situations in which you take an active role in creating material in a powerful way to achieve like strong encoding and good long-term retrieval and also doing retrieval practice and testing effects shows that when you repeatedly test yourself on material that you are studying it can pay off in improved memory so testing is actually a form of generation because it involves active um, involvement with the material so you can use questions that are either in your book or study guide and test yourself on these questions or you can make up questions yourself. When you make up questions yourself from your material, it um, has you actively engaged with the material and it strengthens the encoding of the material because you're using it in a different way than just trying to like memorize it. So when you're reading a text with the thought in mind that you're gonna be making up questions about it, it, it's been shown that students who did this did better on an exam with the idea of making up questions instead of uh, the intent of answering questions later. And if you've done neither, obviously, they've done better than people that didn't either create or answer questions that were just reading it to get through it. And... Testing yourself is a way to figure out how you're doing and it actually is also helping you increase your learning because testing allows you to indicate what you know and increases your ability to remember what you know later on. So the next one is organizing and organizing your material in a way that helps relate some of the information to other information to make the material more meaningful and therefore um, strengthening the encoding process. And I guess I should mention encoding is the process of acquiring information and transferring it into your memory. And organization can be used by making different like outlines or lists of groups that have similar facts or similar elements um, 
putting them all together. And it helps you reduce the load on your memory. And that's how um, organizing material can be helpful for studying. And another important thing to remember is to take breaks because studying in shorter amounts of time rather than cramming everything in and trying to learn everything at once you really want to spread it out because it has been shown to help your memory better when things are broken into different sessions with breaks in between and and this is called the uh, spacing effect. And another aspect of that is um, your memory performance is going to be better if you sleep after you've learned information. So going to sleep shortly after you've been studying can improve the process of consolidation and helps make your memory stronger. And if you're going to just nap instead of like full-on going to sleep a bunch of research has shown that naps that are at least or around 20 minutes is the optimal length of time because it can help improve your memory and performance because I can remember being just so tired trying to (laughs) stay up all night studying and you're just like I cannot stay awake anymore but I really need to study so I'm just gonna take a little rest you don't want to sleep too short or too long and so usually like 20 maybe 30 minutes is the amount of time that you want to go and I mentioned earlier you want to avoid illusions of learning and one of the examples of this is rereading which is creating an illusion that you're learning and that learning is occurring and when you read and reread material over and over again it creates better fluency and so the repetition causes the reading to become easier and easier and while it makes it easier to read It doesn't necessarily translate into better memorization of the material. And then another illusion of learning is the familiarity effect, which is when the material you're reading reading over and over becomes too familiar. Then when you see it for like the third time or the fourth time, then because you've kind of remembered what it said and the words are familiar it makes you think that you know what it's saying and although it's like right in front of you it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll remember it later on and then two it says to be careful of highlighting and it was found that like over 82 percent of people highlight their study material And they do it while they're reading it for the first time. And the problem with that is it seems like it's an elaborative process. And 
oftentimes it's actually just automatic behavior that, you know, you're just moving your hand and you're not really thinking deeply about the material. Don't get me wrong, I do this all the time still. Um, I find it helpful because I can find the important parts of the paragraph to refer to later, especially with Honestly, like, textbooks have so many pages, so many words, and when you're taking more than one class, it can just really seem impossible to, I don't know. I There's also a tendency to over-highlight, though, and you have, like, pretty much the whole paragraph highlighted. The time I'll use highlighting the most is when I'm taking a test, because I do online school and they're all pretty much open book. I mean, even if they weren't, how are they going to know? But I always highlight where I found an answer in a separate color so I can refer back to it later because a lot of times for a final, though, they may use like past questions from different quizzes or tests or assignments and stuff. And then that way it's a really easy way to just be like, oh yeah, this is what it was. So basically, highlighting is not so great on its own, but it is a good first step if you want to like go back and use different techniques with those, like generating questions to get the information in your memory or elaborative rehearsal. And then finally, the book mentions being an active note taker. And this really talks about how you create your notes from lectures or from any kind of thing Um, and it was really interesting because it talked about taking notes by writing them out by hand or by typing them on a laptop and a majority of students reported that they took notes on their laptop and when they were asked why they said that typing notes on a laptop is more efficient because they can take more complete notes and it's true you can get a lot more it's easier and faster because you know you just have to click the keys on the keyboard and that kind of thing it's faster uh, especially if you're in like a physical class and they're talking really quickly it's gonna be the best way to get the most information down but Many professors said that doing notes on a laptop isn't as good because, I mean, there's obviously, like, distracting stuff that you can do on the computer versus when you're just writing your notes down on a paper. Not that people don't, like, doodle and stuff like that, but um, aside from that, computer note-taking can result in a shallower processing of the material and therefore like poor performance on exams so when you write by hand it allows you to really um, think on a deeper level of what you're writing you consolidate it more because you have shorter amount of time to take these notes and or you don't want to write a bunch of things And there was a study done by this um, in 2014, and it compared writing 
the notes or using the laptop and because the laptop note taking is faster and easier and you can um, get more of a word for word transcript of the lecture and the students who did take the notes through laptop actually performed worse when tested on the lecture material than those who wrote with hand. And when you're writing the notes yourself on, like physically writing them down, it helps you generate the material, have a deeper processing of it, and therefore having better memory for it later on. Because if you're just con like transcribing what the professor's saying, then that's different than actually learning the material. But on the other hand, um, handwritten notes are more likely to be synthesized and summarized. Um, like I said, it results in deeper encoding and better learning. And it's more active and involved note taking than kind of just like mindlessly typing what's being said in front of you. And it allows you to be more reflective on the information that you're being taught. It's better than, like I said, like copying it word for word of what they're saying. And so all of these different techniques are ways to improve your learning by really um, listening to different cues and results of the cognitive psychology research. And then other helpful ways I've done in the past, um, another method is to explain the material to somebody else and kind of like become the teacher in a way. So I've done this with my husband before when I'm trying to remember something and I take it upon myself to like explain it and break it down in a way that he'll understand because he's not in the course and whenever I need his help with an assignment or something I won't just have him read it and be like there you go I always try to I mean and this can happen it'll be in the middle of your book and you've read everything beforehand but he doesn't know all of that information so you really have to like be like okay well this is what this means and this is what this means and that kind of thing and when you say the information out loud in your own words as if you're teaching the concept to somebody else it can be really helpful another helpful thing in your notes is like doing if it's different things that are kind of similar but different is doing like a literal like compare and contrast and that can be helpful for different elements or information that's similar but different and a way to organize it in a way that's more helpful for your memory is like physically making like a Venn diagram or something like that. Another tip is you know, when you do physical classes or stuff like that, they'll want you to read material ahead of time often. And although they're going to be doing a lecture on it, it's better to have that information 
ready and already in your head so you know what they're saying and don't have to focus on the more basic things that they're saying and to really focus on their more um, detailed information and you can take notes on that. So you'll want to like read ahead and do all that before you attend the class if that's what your teacher uh, has asked of you. But even if they haven't, it's kind of a good idea if you know what the lecture is going to be on. And then I mentioned before like taking breaks and spreading out your studying. So that doesn't mean just within a day. If you spread it out over several days or weeks or whatever, even just doing like a short amount of studying each day for whatever class or information that you're learning, that would be helpful. Because when you study for a really long time, it can cause you to lose concentration and therefore not giving you as good as retention of what you're learning in the material. And then another important element of studying is being in the right environment for you. So I don't know, everybody's different, like I've said before, but I need like complete silence when I'm studying or I need to be in a room where it's quiet and I play like instrumental music or stuff like that and some people are like classical music but some people aren't the same some people need a little bit of noise in the environment and some people might find that like extremely distracting and like I like to be alone rather than like studying in a library or stuff like that because even like other people and a more unfamiliar environment than just like being home in my computer room or on like the couch that is where I like to study because I don't have as many distractions but like one thing now since I've been out of high school and stuff. I used to study in my bedroom a lot because I, you know, there were other people at home. But just living with my husband, I never study in bed because I just know I'll be really distracted and sleepy and want to go to sleep or be on my phone. And even if you need to, like, leave your phone in the other room or turn it off or put it on do not disturb or things like that to eliminate as many distractions that you're in control of. Like a lot of people go to like coffee shops and stuff to do work or homework or any kind that kind of thing and I just is like way too busy for me. I'm just I've always been like I can't focus on what I'm reading unless it's super quiet. So even getting like noise canceling headphones or like I said putting on like light music or classical music with or without words whichever you prefer is going to be helpful for you and another thing you can use essential oils um, to create a certain aroma and some are even I think like they have certain mixtures of different oils that are helpful for studying I'm sure if you just looked it up there'd be different recipes of ones you can use
Other things that can be helpful is creating pneumatic devices. So like the PEM does from math where it's um, parentheses, ugh, sorry, parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. It's catchy and it helps you remember um, the like, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally or whatever you were taught. Um, that's just one that always, I feel like a lot of people remember and have never forgotten. And one thing I'll also do too is saying my notes out loud and reading them because doing both like seeing and hearing the information at the same time can help it retain in your memory. And some people are better at studying either morning, afternoon, or night. It really depends on the person and you kind of just have to figure that out on your own. But I would try like studying at the different times and seeing what you seem to remember and be the most alert and ready for. And if you feel like you're not retaining anything, like I said, like take a break, either go for a short walk, do some intentional like deep breaths or dance to some music or something and then go back to it whenever you're ready or take the night and just do it the next day. That's why it's a good idea to not start studying the day before a test. Like you want to do more throughout the whole week or however long you have. So those are some tips that I have in my book and just like personal experience and stuff. And I hope this was helpful. Like I said, it's not just necessarily for school. Like um, I've sent some studying tips to somebody that was learning about um, like uh, a course for their job. And so... You can use this for a number of ways and I hope it was helpful. If you would like me to send you pictures of my textbook so you can see it physically instead of just hearing this, um, just send me a message and I'd be happy to send you the pages in my book. And I want to thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful to you. Please share it with other people so it can benefit them as well if they needed help with it and that's all I got so thanks for listening bye I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you liked it feel free to rate and review on the app subscribe if you want to catch new episodes as they're released I appreciate you tons bye